five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA. We're going to be talking about fundraising letters today. So if you have ever had to write a fundraising letter, and if you haven't, you should. You should help out your, your community and your nonprofits in the area. And so we'll talk about that. But first, um, first, we're going to talk about Kroger putting in a bunch of cooler door things. And um, the only thing left out of the ad was a video showing showing a really good example. And so, not to disappoint, I went and found a video. And so now we'll play it for you. Check it out. They run ads too. Thirsty? And I believe there's motion sensors so that as you get close to the door, it changes. Voice assistant's coming soon. Oh, check it out. Voice assistant coming soon. I don't know what you would need to ask a question for. And I replied as I was watching the video, that's so they don't need clerks in the store. <laughs> they can have one voice assistant for each group of products. So they could have a beverage assistant and the beverage assistant could be in, you know, in San Diego or someplace and could service all the Kroger stores all at the same time. Like, you know, it used to be with um, with fire alarm services or um, security services, you'd buy from a local guy and they had to keep three people on site, you know, on call 24-7, and it was very expensive, a lot of overhead. And then some companies got the idea that if they could just buy up these local companies, they could pay them more than they were making by quite a bit, and they could consolidate the assistance that you get. And uh, that's probably what's coming. So they won't need as many clerks in the stores because you can press a button if you have a question. And probably they'll actually know something. If you've ever asked a question or if you've lately asked a question of a clerk in a store, hmm, I don't know if we sell that. You know, it's like that. I don't know where it is. You wander around for a while. So this has some potential for giving me a map of where the stuff is I'm looking for. Also, pretty impressive stuff. They're called coolers. Cooler screens. Cooler screens. And they're dy somewhat dynamic, and they can in really cool. check inventory if there's something missing. They don't show it on the outside, so you don't, don't waste time. And see, they it's like Blade Runner esque. They give you the categories, and for somebody like me who has glasses, the items at the behind the glass and back about a foot, they're hard to read, so I have to open the doors. It looks very Fifth Element to me. Just the whole thing. Okay, and I think, you know, it wouldn't surprise me that I, I know in some areas where they've been hit hard by organized crime raids um, of shoplifters, which is a story I may or may not cover, but it's been in, in the marketing news a bit. Um, in that, in that, um, context they've made this they, they put basically all the items behind locked doors and um in a scenario like this you could use your shopping card you know that you're a legitimate shopper and just you know touch that to open the door well otherwise it would stay locked and with with 
bulletproof glass or something, shatterproof glass, let's say, um, so that somebody can't just go in and rifle all the merchandise from all the shelves. Uh, or And then, as Denny Hatch said, put it on eBay, the world's largest fence operation. I, I can't say. I enjoy buying things on eBay. But I don't buy this kind of stuff mostly. Not much package goods. So anyway, from Carlene Lubavitch, Kroger turns cooler doors in 500 stores into digital ad spaces. Now, the video I showed was from um, last summer, July or August of 2022. So that must have been part of the pilot. It was from Centerville, Ohio. This, uh, now they're going into 500 stores um, that can give digital advertising product information as well as show the cooler's contents. And you saw, you saw in the video it doing all three things at once, which I think is impressive. Um, it's done by a company called Cooler Screens, and um, they are also at least being tested in Walgreens. I saw another video of a shopper kind of surprised. They have an, an ad network of 90 million viewers, and, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, and it's soon to be 200 million. I'm thinking to myself, yeah, you know, they got gotcha. you. <laughs> you have to go to the store and get stuff unless you, you know, buy with online delivery, which has gotten expensive. And so, you know, they've got your attention. They've got you in context of their product. Um, what could be better than that, right? And, you know, maybe they can convince you to go with the brand name instead of the uh, instead of the uh, the store generic. So, you know, uh, and the retailer, you know, gets paid a co-op for those ads. Um, and who knows? In many cases, uh, the retailer, I was told by the CFO of Dominic's Finer Foods one time that they made as much profit from the ad co-op as they did from their gross margin in, down to net in the stores. <laughs> what a cool idea, Dave Foley says. <laughs> and and Ettinger, too, is on here. Yeah, so there's a lot of benefit to this, even for the shopper, which is what I like. There's a benefit that I can... I can I can read it better. And and the other thing in the store is, you know, you say, well, where is where's the where's the cheese? <laughs> who st who moved my cheese? There's a book by Johnson, I think his name was or Johnston. Anyway, um, but that, you know, they're always moving stuff around. And, you know, there's some signs way up high at the beginning of an aisle, but it doesn't give you near nearly the the uh, complexity that's really offered. And so. This, you know, where it says energy drinks and fruit drinks and soft drinks, you know, that that's that's a miracle for me. <laughs> that's just a miracle. The only thing better was to connect it with the, the items I want. I have a list on my on my phone of items I want at the Piggly Wiggly. And I just go boom, 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 boom. Now, if it would just route me through the store and tell me like a GPS where the heck I'm going. Uh, anyway, uh, so I think that's a pretty cool thing. And Arzen Avakian, I believe, CEO, says, we're excited about this continued collaboration. It extends our vision of the future of retail media, offering brands another powerful marketing lever inside the store. Carla Pratt, Senior Vice President at Kroger, Precision Marketing, uh, said that CPM was, or KPM 
Oh, Kroger Precision Marketing was rated the top retail media network for audience and measurement capabilities. So Kroger uh, can also is also managing this, um, and that was from a survey by Path to Purchase Institute. And I hope that uh, well, I'll tag a few people in here to get get your reaction because I think this is a really interesting for you retail people out there. Okay, this was a great article. Um, let's see who wrote it. I don't see the author mentioned, but by Get News, and uh, it's probably it's probably AI generated because there's no it doesn't seem to be an author. But anyway, why should why one should customize a donation letter template and see contributions rise? Okay, so basically it says uh, that organizations send donation letters and they share what the organization needs financially while gaining support for its cause. What should be included? Well, first, you should know your goal, okay? And it's always helpful to have a specific goal, not just send more money. I mean, sometimes a thank you goal. I remember um, CBN Network I used to support, and I, because uh, they were like the only Christian TV sort of option, and, um, or one of few. I also, they were also a client of mine, and they sent me a thank, a thank you letter and um, it included what I'd been giving. And it said, you know, let's say I was giving $15 a month. I have no idea. But it was a small, it was a small amount. Um, they said, you're giving $15 a month and we really want to thank you. And we wondered if you could make that 20 or 25 or something like that. And I thought, well, you know, sometimes these letters are so impersonal. You wonder if they even notice that you are a, a contributor. You know, they read like you're, you're not giving anything. And you say, well, it would be nice if you were at least, if you had some gratitude for what I gave. Okay, so so even a thank you letter can be an effective, uh, an effective outreach. So know the goal. You know, also also a, a follow up on uh, if you gave for a specific goal, like um, I gave, like my kids, my kids were going to a Christian school and um, and they needed a new furnace or something. I think it was a furnace or a new roof on the gymnasium or something, but I think it was a furnace. And they, um, and so the school sent out a form letter that the students were supposed to send out 25 each uh, and write their name on it and write the name of the person it was going to. And then they would bring them back to school and the school would mail them all. And it was just an awful letter, just an awful letter. It was, it was, it was wordy, but it wasn't informative. And also the problem was that with four kids at school, I would have had to come up with a hundred different people in my own, you know, in our friends and relatives to hit up for this furnace. So I thought, no, I'll do something different. I'll just ignore that letter. And uh, I'll write my own. And I put a picture of my kids and I put a picture of this Christian school and I put a picture of a furnace and I said, if, you know, it was basically from them. And it said, if my dad's ever helped your company and, you know, he didn't really charge you for the, for the benefit just for his time, uh, maybe you could chip in a little bit <coughs> and help us get a new furnace. Basically the gist of it. And uh, my kids raised more money, thousands and thousands of dollars, and they raised more money than all the rest of the kids in the school put together. And the, but the, but the winning kid got a bicycle. 
And my kids didn't get anything because we did it jointly because, you know, it was hard enough to get enough sent out. And they also said I violated the rules because I didn't use the school letter. So they weren't going to give any prize at all to my kids. But they ended up giving them school sweatshirts or something, some chintzy prize. like. And, you know, I don't forget those things. And it's, it went under. School went under. And probably because they treated their parents very poorly. But anyway, so the goal was a furnace, but I made it come from the kids. And I told why the kids, why it was important in the cold winters of Wisconsin and some other stuff like that, schmaltzy stuff. And, uh, and we raised a lot of money. And it was a one-pager uh, and it had color pictures. And it was really, really nice. Um, but anyway, so the organization have to, have to know what you want to achieve. Engage the donors, okay? I I was a volunteer for the American Heart Association in in Wisconsin, Wisconsin uh, Heart Association, and I so I said, well, you know, I do direct mail, and they said, well, you would you help us write our our donor or our you know fundraising letter for this fund drive that we were having? And I said, sure. And so I, what are you doing now? What did you do last year? And they had a four-page letter. And it went into all of the statistics of what they got and what they did with it and all the organizations that they funded. And uh, I said, well, I'm going to take a different tact, if you don't mind. I'm going to keep it under two pages. And I'm going to talk about, you know, are there any stories about the people that you actually helped? About the lives that were saved? You know, somebody that got a heart transplant or something because of... The American Heart Association directly? Oh, yeah, we got lots of those. So I put one or two of those in at the beginning and said that this is making a real difference for Wisconsin and for and for our community. And I told about the lives that were changed because of the American Heart Association. Same list, sent it out again, you know, as last year. It wasn't a split. It wasn't an A-B split. It wasn't incremental benefit. But it did raise double the donations that last year were, that the year before were raised okay so i know that some of these principles are true i also helped the uh the uh blood center of kansas city with their fundraising so i've done a bit acacia theater i've been on the board of that um and a couple of churches so and right now i'm working with an organization that has an eight page fundraising letter <laughs> It's all about statistics and organizations they fund. It's exactly the same. And so I marked it all up. And uh, I'm going to send them this, <laughs> this marked up letter and say, you know, you might want to follow some of these guidelines. And I'll also send them the link. Um, so first one is choose one person benefiting from the work of the organization and share their story with potential donors. Absolutely right. Donors respond well when they feel connected with the person that was helped, feeling like heroes who are doing good for the world. Keep the focus on the donor, which no one does. They want to tell about all the stuff, all the statistics. Keep it simple. No more than two pages. I happen to follow that one, too. Word sentences and paragraphs should be short, but the message needs to be shared in the first paragraph. Don't share statistics in a donation letter. <laughs> Also, I believe, you know, you could put the signature in blue. If you only, you know, if you don't have, if you have a limited budget, you can do a two-color print, print run, you know, if you have a printer with an offset press anymore. Uh, and, you can, and you can use the blue to sign the letter. 
and you can use blue to make underlines and key points and you know brackets around key paragraphs with notes in the margin things like that to make it look like I wrote it it may be a form letter but I highlighted things that I thought you'd be interested in okay it makes it look much more personal makes it stand out I never get fundraising letters that look like that anymore people have forgotten these things uh, include a call to action let the let the reader know what steps to take I say have a QR code maybe one for Venmo the church my daughter's on the board of has a has a Venmo contribution on their bulletin on their church bulletin every week with a QR code to give to Venmo give through Venmo or something like that. I think it's Venmo anyway the kids are into that stuff okay and here's a great one try to find a company or sponsor that will match donations one for one to bring in more funds excellent idea I'm gonna use that with the eight pagers okay finalize the letter sign the letter with an individual's name I don't see any PS mentioned always a PS underlined in blue always sign it in blue underline it in blue okay and maybe even a little scribble on the outside of the envelope okay say why it's coming say why say we're really thankful for your gifts and here's our stuff um, and so they also mentioned templates that you might want to start with a template so I went to their link uh, Juliana Acosta and excellent article <clears throat> I only started the beginning I only started the beginning David Foley says matching funds offer usually doubles the donations well it more than doubles them <laughs> it for sure doubles them <laughs> But you're saying that the that the audience donations more than double in addition to the matching donations, right, David? If people wonder if this is live, yes, it is. And I don't know why more people don't tease me and correct me on this because I certainly make enough mistakes every week or every day. Every day, can you believe that? Okay, what's the purpose? And and uh, how many letters? Every church has a budget for reaching out to communities. The more letters you send, the more it will cost. Right, but the more it will cost, what kind of a thought is that the more the more letters you send the more money you'll raise <laughs> you know and the average fundraising donation is let's say $25 you know and and it takes maybe 10 letters to get that at a dollar a piece so you're spending $10 you're getting 25 back the ROI is un, un, unstoppable right and it doesn't cost a dollar because you get you can get fundraising rates if you apply for it um, which also isn't mentioned in either of these articles okay and it says a three-letter campaign is an excellent idea you know my church doesn't do any of this you know we do everything on email and we don't you know we, we we're a tithing church but we don't really ask for other donations we don't say to people you know we, we ask for your pledge but we don't say you know you can also give to this or that or another thing or another way we really should do that I think I'll there's a lot of nonprofits that you probably interact with that you don't think about too much that you could be helping if you're in marketing. So I want you to think about it today. Think about the nonprofits. There's multiple letters on here from this template space, and that'll be included in the show notes, wdma.org, and you can go to the members only area and it will uh, it will show you the show notes from every show I think I've ever done. Um, but uh, and they are each they each have weird titles and so you can find them easily time to go have a great day like and share your friends will know you're smart